Welcome to the Inner Peace Podcast. Join Matthew McDaniel as he helps others face their toughest struggles head on and achieve a purpose-driven life free from limitations. A show that helps you navigate your path to inner peace. Thank you for joining. Now, let's take your questions about your life. Good morning and welcome to this episode of the Inner Peace Podcast. Let's jump right into our questions today. First up, are you taught how to survive or how to create a life you love? Growing up, there are two different scenarios that I saw either for myself as a child growing up or the kids that were in my class, that were in sports, that were my friends and we were hanging out and hanging out with each other. First up is the parenting style that would shield and protect children from experiences. These would This would include controlling areas of their life, friends, who they hang out with, what they did for, act, for, for either uh, extracurricular activities or things outside on the weekend. These would also be, you would also see these types of parents that would go beyond the chain of command within a school, the reporting of if there's an issue between two kids, you go to the teacher, teacher goes to the principal, they work it out at the school, kids are counseled, there's a counselor, there's a lot of resources on site for that to happen. There were some parents that would go beyond and step outside of that chain of command to control that situation as well. There's the other end, or the other way that I've seen this happen, parents that do not, and this is the most common one, that do not give their children the tools. So are they prepared before they even get into a situation? A lot of times, no. And then after the situation, are they equipped with thoughts, tools, in order to help them not only navigate past the experience, but then manage the negative thinking? Are they going to, in turn, create negative thoughts? Are they going to think poorly of themselves? Are they going to judge themselves? Are they going to create a fear? Are they going to be able to forgive? Are they going to continue to show others unconditional love, compassion? Or are they going to end up hiding, dimming their own light because they don't want to be seen because of this one experience? The, tr- the problem with shielding somebody from an experience, no matter what age you are, because it happens at all stages of your life, is that you're not able to experience the emotions, the thoughts. You're not able to take these on so that you can learn how they're not true. You can learn from them. So if I go into an experience and I walk away from it feeling really bad and I'm really hard on myself and thinking that I'm a failure. That is exactly what I need. If that's the way I'm going to walk away from it, that is good because there is not a situation in life where you are going to be shielded from every single situation. You're just postponing 
when it happens. But you need to start getting these experiences, feeling these types of energies, these emotions, so that you can flip those into positive, into learning, into seeing the truth. Because over time, if you get enough of these experiences early on, you become a master of your thoughts. It's through experience that you gain wisdom. It's not through reading a book. The aha moment in this area of your life, it's not going to click. You have to have the experience. When you're teaching and you're trying to learn how to step into inner peace, how to find the path to enlightenment, it has to go through experience. You have to put yourself out there. You cannot dim your light. You have to shine bright. Be yourself. And then whatever comes your way is a process of seeing everything through un- the, the lens of unconditional love through compassion, no matter what life throws at you. Somebody cuts you off in the road. Somebody yells at you on the street. Somebody gives you a mean look at a restaurant. Great. Bring it on. Come on my way. Because you know what? I don't have a problem with that. And you see this as you go. You learn that what's going on is beneath the surface of the person. It has nothing to do with me. Unless I am creating from a place of fear and I am actually creating a scenario where I'm being mean, I'm saying hurtful things. That's a completely different story. If I'm coming from unconditional love, however, and I'm receiving fear, That has nothing to do with me. But you don't get to this level of understanding until you walk the path. You have to walk and you have to experience. So with kids, a natural, safe environment would be small-scale experiences, not full-fledged on your own. Things like go to a public school. Join a sports team. Join a Boy Scouts or Girl Scouts. Just get around people. Get around people because that is where you're going to have the experience. That is where you're going to start to form this base knowledge, this wisdom, is through those experiences. Now, you want to also have somebody who can walk you through, for example, why you felt this emotion, why you felt this sensation and tightness in your chest, where thoughts come from, how thoughts are created, how they're created from fear or they're created from love, how to see others when they're hurting and not see them as mean or angry. These are all skill sets that you can give somebody before they walk into an experience. So with teaching, give them the tools and the knowledge so that when they're in the experience, the aha moments are clicking quickly because they've been taught what to look for. They've been taught how to see through the eyes of compassion and unconditional love. And then they walk away from the experience untouched in their own unconditional love, in their own compassion. They served other people in the best way they know how, and that is through love. They did not create fear. There's a big difference here. And I hope that helps. So let's go on to the next question. Define 
success. What do you want in life? What makes you happy? If you were to write down what you want to achieve in your life today, what would that look like? And why would you choose that? What is the driving force behind it? When it comes to success in life, you have a couple different areas that you would also look at your family life, your work life or career, and yourself. I mean, that's what a lot of your time is spent at, is, is it not? You spend your, the most time with yourself. You spend a lot of time with your family, your friends, and then you also spend a lot of time working and interacting with other people. So when you look at success in your life, are you going to have criteria of things like success is what makes me happy? Success is doing what I love. Or is success a dollar amount? Is success, you will get different results depending on what you pick as your criteria of success. When it comes to success for inner peace and spirituality, the focus is on yourself and your happiness, joy, fulfillment, love. Filling your cup, creating multiple channels of love because when you chase after those things and you call those things into your life then you're only going to exponentially grow in that area if you want love love yourself love yourself first you have to know what love truly is by doing it for yourself first so with your success, it's going to be on you to decide what you would like in your life. And there is no wrong answer. Just know that if you call to you love, you will receive love. If you call to you money, does not mean that you will receive love. Unconditional love stands alone. So if you want that, you must call for that. Do not misunderstand other material items and material goods as being the equivalent of unconditional love because you will be met with a completely different feeling, a feeling of emptiness. And with that, we'll move on to the next question. What do you mean love yourself? Who are you? This almost connects to the last question a little bit. Who are you without your family? your friends, your car, your house, your dog, your cat, your job, your career. Who are you? When you take away everything around you, what are you left with? Feelings, emotions, thoughts. That's what you're left with. Now, when you create these feelings thoughts and emotions. What are they saying? Are they saying nice things about you? Are you saying nice things about yourself? Or are you judging yourself for every little action you do? Are you afraid? Are you creating fear within yourself? Loving yourself is all about knowing who you are, 
your true self, your true self has gone through many, many experiences, knows what, pre what your preferences are, knows what your criteria for success is, knows that in order to achieve happiness and inner peace, that you would ideally like to do these things. But then when you start to bring all the stuff outside of you back into the room, things get a little cloudy. It doesn't become as clear as it once was. If it was a window, this is like throwing mud on it. You can't quite see where you need to go. Loving yourself is about standing independent of what is going on around you. All the voices outside of you that have been influencing your decisions. You are able to stand alone because you know exactly who you are. But you have to take it one step further. It's not only about knowing who you are. It's about choosing the life you want. It's about choosing how you want to be treated by other people. It's about being independent, staying grounded in your passions, your interests. Going back to the roots of why you started doing a job you love. Why did you get into teaching? Why did you get into finance? It started with a seed, a seed that you grew and watered over time. But it was grown from a place of love and not of fear. Fear is you listening to the voices saying, you need to have a safe and secure job. Don't follow your dreams of being a teacher. Instead, get into a job that offers you a high-paying job, a, a safe career like finance. Loving yourself is standing strong and saying, no, I'm not going to do that. So here's what I would encourage you to do. Start shedding all of the voices, all the stuff around you that does not serve your highest good. That part of you who knows the answers, deep down you know, start listening to that person because that is the true you who's been ignored, who's been pushed away, who's been told you're not right. Now's the time because there is no wrong time to start choosing yourself. And to start loving yourself. If you want to have blue hair, have blue hair. It doesn't matter what other people think. What they think is theirs. It's theirs to manage. It's theirs to consider why do I think that way. All you have to do is know that your self-worth is 100% based off your unconditional love. Whatever you create from within yourself that comes from your love and your passions will be perfect for you every single time. And when you do that, and when you choose love, you get back to you love. If you choose something else and you listen to the voices or the people and the things around you and you choose money, like I said before, you have no guarantees that what you get in return is going to be love. Sometimes, you get lucky in that you choose money and you find something you love in the process. That happens. I just don't like to leave it to chance. I follow my heart. And then I allow whatever comes next 
to know that I'm going to be able to discern, is this for me or is this not for me? And then I'll choose the path of love. I will not choose the path of money every single time. That's just the way I choose to define success and the way I choose to create a life of, that I love. I want to guarantee my results. I have no time to pay the price of pain, suffering, negative thoughts. I have no time for that. I'm just not interested in living that life. And we'll head over to our last question. Why do I have to fake my emotions so people won't hurt me? Yeah, why is that? Why do you fake your emotions? What are you scared of? What are emotions? Maybe we should start with that. Let's define emotions. We've done this in the past, but it's always good to remind ourselves what emotions really are. And they're simply a check engine light, a spiritual check engine light that you have routine maintenance needed on a thought you're creating. An emotion is the bat signal, signaling for help. That's all it is. So if you don't want help, then you could hide your emotions. But you also have to realize that emotions are not the issue. You cannot truly hide your emotions because the emotions will come up in different areas. It's not just a feeling in the chest, a tightness in the chest. It's reflected in your not only your thoughts, not only in your emotions, not only in your feelings. These are the things that you can keep to yourself and you can hide these, but where can you not hide your emotions? In your tone of voice, in your mannerisms, your behavior, your facial expressions. You cannot hide them. You can try to fake them. Do you really think that people are not going to see through it? The mask that you're putting on right now? No. It's not going to help in the long run to fake your emotions. Lean into your emotions. Be vulnerable. Tell people how you're feeling. If you're having a bad day, it's okay to say you're having a bad day. Not everybody has a good day every single day. It's not, it's not going to happen. So don't fake your emotions. Your fear of judgment could be causing you to not want to open up to people. And it's not that you have to ask for help. It could be just you wanting to say what's on your mind. Say, get, get something off your chest. Lift the tension. And you thinking people are going to hurt you is a thought that you have to learn to change. But I would do it in a controlled environment. Start small. Start with somebody close to you who you can trust. Get into a conversation about what you're feeling, what's going on in your head, what your emotions are. And then do that with other people. Just do one at a time. You don't have to do it in a big group. It can start small. You don't have to fake your emotions. And people are not going to hurt you. But that's what you're creating. You're creating these thoughts in your mind. And it's shaping the reality of what you see in front of you. This is the energy right now. This energy doesn't feel good. You could feel anxiety. You could feel sadness. You could feel frustration. And all you have to do is see that your emotions 
are 100% natural. And they're just there to help you. And all you need to do is see them as, hey, I have something that's going on right now. I got to do a little inner in a little inner work. I got to uncover what's going on behind these thoughts. And I'm going to move past this. And I'm going to be better than I was the day before. Because I just grew and expanded my awareness of what I'm creating. Holy smokes, look at that. I expanded my consciousness. I'm walking in love and compassion for myself. I'm loving myself because I'm not trying to be perfect. I'm just trying to be a better version of myself walking in unconditional love. That's what my definition of success would be. Change the thoughts, okay? Stop faking emotions. Stop thinking people are going to hurt you, but do it in a way where you feel safe and you feel like you can open up. Start small. But also understand, and you have to accept this, otherwise you're going to keep creating this thought. You have to accept emotions are not evil. Emotions are not bad. Emotions are a signal that you're creating a thought. That's it. You're not going to get upset if you have to take your car for an oil change because the check engine light comes on. Why? Well, because it's just telling me a check. You know, I have to change my oil. It's a routine maintenance thing. Everybody does it. Great. Everybody has emotions. Everybody has the check engine light come on. Everybody has to work on them. Otherwise, they're going to create, keep creating the same emotion. And if you let it go on long enough, you're going to grow this emotion in intensity. Sadness turns to depression. If it goes unchecked, just like your car, if you don't get the oil changed, there's going to be consequences. The thought about people hurting you can also be changed. A lot of people will see emotions like you see emotions, as something wrong, bad. I shouldn't have them. And they will treat others as, you should just deal with that on your own. I can't deal with my own emotions, so I cannot help you deal with your emotions. But that's really not what's going on here, is it? People want to help you. It's just, are you willing to accept their help? Or are you overcome with the fear of being judged for how you're feeling right now? Because you see yourself as being weak. Weak is not handling your emotions. Because you're going to put yourself in a weaker state. You're going to put yourself in a more exposed state to have these emotions take control over you. And now your decisions are not your own. They're going to be controlled by your emotions. So I hope that you can start to slowly step into ex expressing your emotions, but also changing several key thoughts. Emotions are strength. They are helping you. Emotions can be changed by a single thought. People are not going to hurt you. They are going to help you. It's your choice if you want to expand your consciousness. If you would like to continue down this path, that's also your choice. Both are neither good nor bad. They just give you results. And that wraps it up for today. So I hope that these questions helped you. But as always, I want to remind you and encourage you to send your questions to MatthewDewayne.com and we will get you on the show. Thanks, everyone. Have a wonderful day. This is the Inner Peace Podcast. Hey, friends. 
This episode is over, but head over to the notes section for a link to submit your questions. If you need more resources, head over to the blog for more answers to your questions or check out past episodes. Thanks for listening.